Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Darren, lovely temperature, lower humidity. Absolutely loving it. Don't forget, uh, sometime during the show today, more theater tickets are up for grabs. We'll let you know when to call in and win a pair of tickets to see The Legend of Georgia McBride. That's at the Guthrie's proscenium stage, and you'll get to go on uh, Friday evening, July 27th. We will let you know when to call in to win those. Nice. Very cool. Donnie, I want you to get our birthday song fired up oh, for birthday a second. Song. Okay, I here we go. tell you that we have somebody who's got a birthday today. It's our friend Sherry, Sherry. who speaks gibberish. Oh. She does. From White Bear Lake, one of the funniest women in the world. Okay, go, 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 Sherry, it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a like it's your birthday. How do you know her? Hi, she's my high school pal. She's hysterical. She's hysterical. She's so, so funny. All right, birthday, Sherry. Uh, Julia, how yes, was the bar ride last night? Well, uh, I was on White Bear Lake Sunday, and then you were on the big lake, Lake Minnetonka last night. It's so lovely out there. And a Monday night, you know, no, you don't there have big wakes. You're so funny. I'll never forget when we had a little, little tiny boat way, way, way a long time ago on Lake and Minnetonka. And going through the wakes, I felt like I was going through surf. <laughs> I know it. You know, big surf. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, because uh, remember when I was briefly married to number two uh-huh. and he had the Polaris jet ski? Uh-huh. One time we took those things out on Lake Minnetonka. Yeah, there's way the wakes are huge. On the, the weekends, are, yeah. on the weekends, yeah. it's too much it of was, a freeway. But on Monday night, I bet it was just perfect. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful night. Um, and then I ended up staying out over at a friend's house out on the lake, which was gorgeous. Um, but driving home this morning... Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to Jason and Alexis, and she was telling this story that I thought I was going to wet my pants. I heard about this. Okay, so she goes, you know how Herbergers is closing out, and I've been so sad about it, I haven't even gone in. <laughs> I know it. I haven't even, I used to go there twice a week. I haven't even yeah. gone in since the I know, it does make me sad. Right, so Alexis went in, and she decided that she would, you know, um, do some shopping, and she found a bra. And she thought, oh, this is such a nice bra. I love it. You know, I'm going to take it home. It was only $9. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a really nice bra yeah. for I mean, dollars It's 50, 60 bucks. Yes, usually. exactly. Yeah. So she's all excited and she washes everything, of course, before she wears it. And so she washed it and had it all cleaned up and ready to go. And she's showing... Um, Cutie Pie, whose name I can't remember. Angel. No, her, no, she isn't showing Jason her bra. Oh, she's, <laughs> no, she she's showing Angel her bra. And, and she's just like, isn't this cool? You know, look at this sexy bra. It's so fantastic. And he's like, what is that up there? 
And she goes, what do you mean? And she goes, well, up, up by the strap, what is that thing right there? And it's a clip. She ended up buying a nursing bra. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that... Can you just see her? I'm, oh. so, I'm so fancy. I'm so fancy. And They're kind just, of utilitarian looking, yeah, aren't it they? It was just $9. No, they've come a long way. Oh, they have. Okay. They've come a they long way. Now. But the way she's describing it, and I'm just like, oh, look at this on him. Look at how fancy I am. And it's a nursing bra. Oh, that my would gosh. happen to us. Oh, my God. You know, well, you Alexis would. told me this morning that when she revealed her little faux pas that other women called in and said they've done the same. Oh, yes, I heard yeah. the call. Oh, yeah, because okay. yeah, yeah. I was listening. It was it was really funny, <laughs> all the different things that people have bought thinking they're just buying a regular old bar. Yeah, oh, that's... So, anyway, be right. careful. Watch for the extra snap. Well, speaking of bras, you know, we know Meghan Markle doesn't wear any kind of padded or push-up bra if if it's too much, if it's if she's with the queen. Okay. Okay. She doesn't wear that. We know that, that she likes. And Donnie has posted, they did something. They went to um, the Nelson Mandela uh, exhibition in London today. I think okay. it would have been his 100 year uh, birthday, maybe. Yes, maybe. Been alive. Yep. Yeah. So they were at this for, so for this appearance, and Donnie posted it's the sleeveless trench dress by the Canadian label House of Noni. And it's an, it's an ethical label. Okay. Oh. So, Meaning fine fabric. No, no animals no, or whatever. Right, right, or whatever. Right, right. I don't know what it hemp, all it means. It's made with hemp and everything's clean. And, and they're not, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. So anyway, <laughs> we're going to get in, it We're going to learn about ethical labels because I feel like yeah. that's going to come up a lot. I love the color. It's this beautiful blush color, color but uh, it's a trench dress. So it looks like a trench coat minus the sleeve, but there's one flap and there's buttons. It kind of looks like chic inspector gadgets. Exactly, a little bit. Lori. I but, like that description a lot. But she just, the messy bun is back. And I mean, this is how you know you're styling when even though you're not wearing the greatest dress, she still looks amazing. Oh, she looks amazing. She looks amazing. You know, the shoes match and it's, uh, this dress is, an, uh, is, uh, I don't know how much the dress is, but the bag is a $950 clutch, and she's got Dior pumps on, if you were wondering. Oh, that's what those are. Yeah, those are Dior pumps. And the British tabloids are clutching their protocol pearls so hard over Meghan Markle. It's just making me crazy. I mean, two months of nitpicking she's had. Now the Sun had a big story about how she breached royal protocol by even carrying... Her Panama hat, which they cattily pointed out, was the same one she wore in 2016 on a date with Harry, like the blind date at Wimbledon. It was the same hat. Well, it could have been a different hat, but the same they, Oh, they style. said it was the exact oh, same sure, hat. Oh, sure, because they, they saw her packet and move it here. Well, they have pictures of yeah. her wearing it. So, anyway, and according to the sun, you know, the all they have to do is dress smartly. Men need to wear a coat and tie. Right. And... Um, they're not banned from wearing headgear because Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Hiddleston sat in the royal box with their fedoras on the whole damn thing. Oh. Right. Yeah, so they just... So they slammed her over it, bringing a hat, and because she should have known she couldn't wear it, but yet she could have worn it. She could have worn it. There's no thing that says they can't ever, ever... They're just really nitpicking they at really her. They are. Leave her alone. Her I, dad is enough trouble for her. Leave, leave the... <laughs> Duchess of Sussex alone. I, I agree. And by the way, the um, 
The uh, fashion experts have analyzed the search traffic regarding uh, the duchesses at Wimbledon on Saturday morning. It was a case of spots versus stripes versus pants versus dress. And um, uh, Megan's trousers garnered 58%. They were amazing compared to Kate's 38. And what about her top? The striped, blue and white striped top. Yes. The, uh, the, the men's wear. It was an Adrian blue striped shirt and that sold out in less than two seconds, 24 hours. And it was a $500 blouse. It's beautiful. That was beautiful. And the white leg, the white, wide wide leg leg trousers. So there she's winning in the traffic department. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, (laughs) I'm just like, they had this whole big thing that she broke royal protocol. And And then then I see this bigger picture and I'm like, Okay, well, there are the guy, Hiddleston right. and Cumberbatch. So they were in the royal box, too? Yes. Okay, got it. Yeah. Oh, got it. Did you say it was ethical fashion? What did, what did she yes. call it? Yes, ethical, ethical uh, label. Well, let's you know, see. Uh, it's made. No child labor. Should, should not harm the environment. Right. right. Should fairly support the suppliers, growers, or producers associated with it. That's okay, there right. we so go. So pay a good wage or yes. whatever. Yes, yes. All of that. And use right. good fabrics. All right, but I then mean, no one died. You know what? I think I would love this dress if it just had this little shorter. shoulder flap off. And yes, I, I would like I, it I am not into the T-length yeah. Um, yeah. dresses. I mean, that you have to be skinny mm-hmm. and tall mm-hmm. to wear a T-length dress. And she is skinny she and tall. She is. So it, better for her than and for she, me. You know why she always wears uh, high heels with Harry? Because he is six foot one, and she wants to look balanced in the photos. I I am worried about her uh, toes. Her bunions. She's going to. She's get, only thirty six, Julia. Well, she, it's a little early. But <laughs> when did your first pump bump show up? I mean, because oh, from wearing, probably in my twenties. Yeah, wearing I know. High wearing heels. high heels. She probably has pump bumps, but she's got a hairy to rubber corns. <laughs> oh, now, they're, now <laughs> so we're to just speak. corns and bunions <laughs> are all. Knock into that little pointed Dior toe. I know. It's a pretty shoe, though. It really is. Yeah. All right. Listen, we come back. Uh, it's our stories. We can't get enough. Oh, She's going to be uh, performing at the U.S. Open if you're going. I, lo- I, I would love to go, mm-hmm. but she's doing the opening night. Yeah. I, who- Casey went. I know, but it's kind of fun that they do all these concerts around it at the US Open. They make it really fun. Yeah. Okay, so Roger Friedman told us this movie was happening on Showbiz 411 in 2016, the Downton Abbey movie. Yes. He had this whole excuse of that it was going to happen. And I do like to go and read Showbiz 411 every once in a while because he's he's got some different stuff. Yeah. And today, Maggie Smith confirmed that she will be the Dowager Countess once again. I'm so happy about that, but I want them to get, get, get going. Well, they're starting it later this summer, so which means in August. Okay, it's going to shoot this summer. Yes, it's shooting now. Yeah, Everyone is coming uh, back to the movie, but they did not ask Lily James, who's in Mamma Mia. Right. She told on the blue carpet, nope, I wasn't my character. They're not making room for it. Right. So, but all the main people. they have the original um, Matthew? Remember no, who? Oh, no, he he's died. Dead. Oh, he's he dead. died. He's That's dead. right. So Michelle Dockery, everybody, yes. all the main okay. characters, Elizabeth McGovern, yep. Bonneville, but I'm really glad. And of course, uh, they better have, uh, you know, the other dowager lady that's so great. Oh, the mom. Yeah, the yeah. other the other mm-hmm. woman. So um, I'm sure they will. Violet Crowley. Oh, yes. 
Never complained. Was Shirley McLean in it? She, she was in played it one Elizabeth year. McGovern's Mom. mother okay. from America. From America. So might we see her? I don't, I don't know. know. It would be great, but I don't mm. know. You know, if there's a way what for is it the to story? be story, I, I mean, don't know. Right. Okay. She had, Maggie Smith had previously said Violet could only make her silver screen debut on the character's death, deathbed. I was firmly convinced it would start with the funeral. I could croak it and it would just start with the body. But I don't know. They talk about there being a film, but who knows? You might tell me if you do know. I just just don't know. So, but this she was is, a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, she said but she's going to be in it. At, she is going to be in it. How old is she right now? She's 83, I think. Oh. 80, yeah, 83 years old. Okay, uh, here's the headline. Johnny- That's going to make it that much more special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, here's another mm-hmm. one. Johnny Depp settles Hollywood unchanged. So um, there's this great story about how Johnny Depp's 10,000-word interview with Rolling Stone magazine that was arranged by his, his new lawyer and from independent Russia. of his publicist mm-hmm. who specializes in this. And they claimed right at the beginning of the article, this is going to change Hollywood forever. forever. I'm taking on the monster that's Hollywood. Um, And it's the most Hollywood conclusion possible, a settlement. Mm -hmm. And But what what, uh, people are saying is the magazine profile. 21 pages. Yeah. 10,000 words. Mm -hmm. Most certainly affected. Sunk him. Yeah, the lawsuit, Yep, the settlement, because it did not help his case at all. And remember, Deadline had reported in April that Johnny Depp was having trouble keeping legal counsel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he switched three times. Three times. Mm-hmm. And um, they tried to delay this August 15th. Yeah, but the judge wouldn't let them. Uh, well, it just, it would have, if they delayed it, it would have come up as the Fantastic Beast promotion. Oh. Would have happened, and Warner mm. Brothers would Sad. not have wanted to deal with that no. for the press no, tour. And um, I guess TMG is uh, is pleased with the result. That's the management company that was he sued. Then they yeah. they countersued. Um, here's what Johnny's team put out oh, today. Oh no, okay. Johnny Depp is pleased to have achieved a settlement agreement with the management company following the legal action he took against them in January 2017. The lawsuit taken out and the subsequent settlement is a further demonstration that, that he, Johnny is determined to take firm action to protect his personal and artistic reputation in the interests of his family and his career. And I say to you, is it a win? No, it's so his not reputation a win. is it's, in shambles. It's it's beyond shambles. But people hired him for movies. Thank goodness for him. It's in shambles, Lori. That's their spin. They had to come out with something. Yeah. 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 I mean, his reputation is not what it was before all of this started. Oh, my word. Before the day. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus and Keto Get as much or as little as you need By choosing your meals each week Plus you can pause or reschedule Your deliveries at any time Sign up and save, we've done the math Factor is less expensive than takeout And every meal is dietitian approved To be nutritious and delicious What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals 
Head to Factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at Factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A, he met Amber Heard. Yeah. That was when it ended. Yeah. I mean, talk about... I mean, really, his his reputation, his personal reputation, because we didn't know about him, right. was because still okay. Right, because he never okay. complained, never explained. Right. It was still okay, but his movies stunk. I mean, a lot of them yeah. stunk. Yeah. And so we already had him losing on the movie front, but then when we know his personality and know that he is still a massive druggie. Right. Right. No, that, I mean, that, 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 that's, he's still a massive druggie, and his, it doesn't feel like any recovery or any health. He's publicist now, Robin Baum, they are, there will be something. There's going to be some kind of mea culpa. There's going to be some kind of orchestrated come back at some point but it's not happening right now no. because he doesn't want it. No, and he's busy, you know, with his Hollywood vampire yeah. tour in Europe and they're going to have to wine and tying yeah. himself up in scarves. Yes, <laughs> and taking, you know, just thinking yeah, about his what? glory days with Valium. Yeah. Oh, Johnny. So, yeah, that that Rolling Stone thing was the worst thing yeah. he could have done. Well, we he were gave just the other side all so the much ammunition. ammunition. Obviously, look at him. Yeah. Look at him. And the things that he admitted yes. to on oh. the record. Ah. Oh, Dumb. dear. Okay. Did he fire the attorney yet? Not yet. The Russian attorney is still working for him. Um, George Clooney? Yes. He's was, wa- He's He smiled as he arrived in Rome. He's back, Julia. He, um, you know, had the head-on collision on July 10th, and a week later has flown back to Italy to report to duty on Catch-22, but he was gingerly walking through the airport, taking little mincing yeah. steps. Yeah, little steps. Pelvic, I mean, that's... That's serious. Yeah. He really, that was He's worse. He's so lucky. Yeah. Oh. No idea. Oh, mm-hmm. and she just, they must just feel so blessed. Now... Sell the motorcycles. Sell them immediately. Mm-hmm. You've got little You ones. don't get lucky like that twice. No, you don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, did you? Did we know about this Tom Hanks biopic that where he's going to play Mr. Rogers? Oh, yeah. Have mm-hmm. we talked about this? Years ago. Yep. That's been in the works for it's, a long time. It's so weird how RBG then has a documentary about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? and that movie is coming out this fall, and then you have the Mr. Rogers documentary, documentary. which people are loving, loving right now, loving. and now we're having a biopic. Right, and that's mm-hmm. like the Joker is going to be made by two different studios, and you have my Mamma Mia. Yeah. We're having the play locally yeah. and the movie's being done. So, anyways, uh, Matthew uh, Rice or yeah, Reese from Reese. the Americans is going to be, um, he's going to play this uh, journalist that had a real life friendship with um, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Tom Junid. That's going to be, I like Matthew Rice. I do too. It's, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's going to be called You Are My Friend and the documentary is called Won't You Be My mm-hmm. Neighbor. Mm-hmm. So that's happening. And There's that, a lot, a lot of sweetness. My yeah. my dad is going to be so excited that Harrison Ford is going to be in Call of the Wild, which is my dad's 
favorite book when he was really? a kid. Jack Jack I London. swear we read it. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, a yeah. classic. Yeah. yeah. I think this is amazing. I think it'll be it's gonna be a December twenty nineteenth release date. Okay. And you know, it's the sled dog who mm-hmm. survives the Alaskan yep. wilderness. Yep. Anyway, I like that casting. I do too. All right, listen, when we come back, Carolyn Kepnes is joining us. If you read the books You or Hidden Bodies, she's written her third book called This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Trending online this afternoon. It's World Emoji Day. It's also National Tattoo Day. And also over in the world of sports trending, Liz Cambadge. I believe that's how you say her name. Well, she has broken the WNBA single game scoring record, scoring 53 points as the Dallas Wings defeated the New York Liberty 104 to 87. Congratulations. Also, Sade trending today because according to the English band's longtime guitarist and saxophonist, Stuart Matthewman, Sade has already written a bunch of songs for an upcoming album, which would be Sade's first since 2010. Also trending are you excited about this? I, I like her. It's, I've always wondered why she just sort of disappeared. I just feel... Long, long stretches of time. She operates on Sade time, and she releases well, music as she sees fit. Oh, she's a smooth operator. Yes, yeah, she See is. what I did there? I did. Congratulations, yeah, Donnie. You, you, you could go home now, but you can't. Uh, Kylie Jenner also trending with her beau Travis Scott, the couple star, in their first joint photo shoot for the latest issue of GQ magazine. They also are featured on the magazine's cover. That's what's trending here at My Talk. Weather brought to you by AAA Movers. Clear sky, 62 tonight. Very pleasant. Another sunny day coming up tomorrow with a high of 83. Uh, but then we do have some rain coming in later in the week. Right now, it is 79 at My Talk. Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com. I just had to let you know your Happy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, we are going to be very productive on this Tuesday and give you another great book uh, to read this summer. Carolyn Kepnes is joining us. Her third book, A Providence. Hi, Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. Hey there. How are you guys? We, we are wow. good. I, I have to tell you that I read your book, You, a couple years ago on vacation. And it was the mo- one of the mo- I, was one of the wildest books I've ever read because it's about the stalker. It's from yeah. the stalker's point right. of view. And then I see that that's kind of, that's going to be a movie coming to Lifetime. Um, yes, a series starting September. Oh, it's 9th. a series. series. Yeah, even better than a movie because there are ten episodes. Oh, yes. good I'm, for you, Carolyn. I'm so excited. You're I, I, you, you must be too. I'm so excited, and I wrote one, and I love the cast. I love the writers. Everyone involved is just great, and people get so energized about the story. So, very exciting. Oh, yeah, cool. it is, and uh, we love that. Um, you know, this third book of yours, Providence. Um, a few weeks ago, maybe in June, we saw that Jimmy Fallon was going to yeah. have a book club because Julie and I have a book club here, and one of the five books was Providence. And I was telling everyone, I said, "Vote for Providence. That's the book he needs to read on his July vacation." But I don't know if he's decided yet. Thank you for that. Yeah, he decided on another book. I mean, there was voting, but I appreciate your votes, and I was so happy. To turn on the TV and see your book on TV. Yeah, oh, that it's one of five right. books. It's amazing. All right, yeah. well, tell people what <laughs> set up the story of uh, Providence, your your latest novel. So John and Chloe are the best of friends, and but very different people, and both 
really ready to like take things to the next level when John disappears. And then the story is really about what you do when the person that you need, you can't have them. And I think we can all relate to that at times in our life. Right. <laughs> and there's a, yeah, there's a supernatural element too, because I'm so fascinated by how much time we spend on these phones and John becomes a person who can really only be with people on the phone, which would scare me. And yet that's how I spend many of my days. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. And you know, your book reminds me um, of, it has a Stephen King feel to it in that sense about, you know, the guy who, you know, kidnaps him and he wakes up four years later and everything. And with the young, I don't know, it just, I mean that, of course, as a compliment. Yes. I mean, that's such a, that's like the highest praise to me. And of course, I've been reading him my whole life. And The Outsider is just one of my very favorite books of this year. He's amazing, right? He just keeps doing it and doing it. and. Yeah, you know, and responding to our culture in this way that just fascinates me. Yeah, it is. And, you know, we're curious because, like, 12 years ago, we had Gillian Flynn on our show, and she worked yeah. for Entertainment Weekly, and yes. we had her on for her first book, Sharp Objects, and you worked for Entertainment Weekly, and I'm like, are, are, what's going on over ground? there at Entertainment I mean, Weekly? We, we went to happy hour together. We were right down the hall. We were both working there when September 11th happened. I think there was just something in the air. That's... And another writer from there is also a writer on the TV show of Sharp Objects right now. So, oh, really? Yeah. Now, have yeah. you have you been watching that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. yeah. That, was, <laughs> that was a book. But Can yeah. you tell us, um, um, did you have, a, uh, like, was there a sp- specific reason you wanted to set the book in Providence? Because I'm kind of, like, was intrigued with all the different little towns. Yeah, I went to school there, and oh. I'm from New England. And Providence in particular to me, like, I'm in Boston right now, which is lovely. But Providence is so mystical and so deserted at so many times. And I spent so much time walking around there in my life and being like a little creeped out. So, mm-hmm. And also a lot of time being just swept up in the romance of that city. And there's so much good food and so much art. Yes. And it's very dreamy. And I feel like it, it's this place that makes you believe things can happen. And then, of course, H.B. Lovecraft, whose book, one of his books I reference a lot in the book, he's from there and lived there. And I read him for the first time while I was living there. So it's that that happens when you're writing yeah mm-hmm. similar to like with you i lived in new york and it's always returning to these places that you that are still with you yeah I, and, and does it take you caroline does it take you a long time i mean you know this is your third book providence um does it take you a long time to come up with the idea or did this it's a one combination I, it's like with with providence i was reading a lot of articles about loneliness and how all this communication and connection is creating all this depression. So yes. I was kind of in the back of my head for a while. And then one day I hear this voice in my head and start writing. And as I'm writing, I'm like, oh, I see now what I've been thinking about and reading about is merging with this voice. Mm-hmm. So then, and then it's like the plotting and the rewriting. I'm a big rewriter. Are <laughs> so you? I will go with that first draft. Yeah. Yeah. I was favorite. not expecting yeah. that, you know, because after the first couple chapters, then it's the book picks up four years later with John waking up in this basement and then finding out, you know, he's grown big and strong. Of course, mm-hmm. it's been four years. And then he has yeah. these powers and it was um it just yeah it just this book just grabs you by really the 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 first page it's so good thank you and that thing was inspired by um, a hangover that i woke up with in providence once where i felt this out of body like 
am I me? You know, when you're so like <laughs> either sick. And then a couple of years ago, I went there for my book tour and I got the flu and I got the flu while I was in Providence. So I had another kind of out of body experience there with 104 fever and disoriented. So when that happens twice somewhere, it stays with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Oh my gosh! And and I, I, I I'm mean, having one of those right now. Yeah, Julia's having. Um, I'm just. I, I might just blurt in and say hello. The yeah. book is yeah, Providence. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm just having a massive one today. Yeah. When you're not sure of the words that are coming out of your mouth, make any sense at all. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and and I I really love. Um, Chloe and I love all the Aggie and Low. I love the characters. Oh, they're so wonderful. Yeah. They're so real to me. I yeah, I think and they're like I had so many great teachers over the years and I just love them. And you know, when you're a kid and you have great teachers and you imagine them at home, that's kind of what Eggs and Low came from for me of just imagining people that I've admired, what you don't know about them. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever about. thought of that, but what a fun that's kind of a fun angle and that's why you're really good at what you do. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Have you now? Is this book been shopped? I mean, do you feel like this book would be picked up into something, or is that just too much for I, you? I hope so. Yep. I, I um, yeah, I, I'm optimistic, cautiously optimistic, but I hope so. Now, once it happens, once you can't not want it again, too. Right. <laughs> of course. Now, in your acknowledgments, you thank your wonderful publishers, Lena Dunham and right. Jenny Conner. Um, yes. And I didn't uh, realize that this was a Lenny imprint. Yes. there. I mean, I love those girls so much. I mean, they made Girls one of my all-time favorite shows. And then when they read my first books, it reached out to me. And it's just it's so exciting to work with people who are so embracing of creativity and storytelling. And they're just the nicest people, too. Yeah. Like the kind was, of, yeah. Caroline, was you your first book or was Hidden Bodies your first book? You was my first book, okay. and then Hidden Bodies is a sequel that follows Joe to Los Angeles. Oh, I have to read that one yes. then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really do. I'd never read anything like that. This You, which is going to be on Lifetime. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought, yes. be too repulsed by the character, but <laughs> so drawn in. Yeah, I think that's, to me, that's writing and reading. Like, of, of, of anyone you hear about it's so easy to judge people. And it's like, then once you're in their thought process, suddenly you're realizing, Oh, okay. I see why he did this. I see why he did that. Yeah. And I love the show because the book, you know, you're in tight inside Joe's head the entire time. But in the show, we see a lot more of Beck's life oh, and Beck's that's life. just round out the world. And yeah. Can you tell us who, who we're going to see in the lifetime uh, series? Oh yes. You'll see Penn Badgley as Joe. And <gasps> he's just fantastic. Yeah. Oh, and Elizabeth Lale plays Beck, and she's just mesmerizing and has this a beautiful voice. And Shane Mitchell plays Peach and just, like, kills every scene with that passive aggression. Yeah. Well, you know what And I'm... John Stamos is Dr. Nikki, so that's... Oh, my know. gosh! <laughs> well, Lifetime has spent... Lifetime's spending some money because they did, you know, they had the Unreal, and we I loved liked... the Unreal. The Unreal, that was a great show, but I, we like that they're kind of, you know, getting into, you Scripted. know, they're stepping up their game. Yeah, exactly. I love their spirit, and they, they're, it's like they're very much like Lena and Jenny in that sense of, like, very into, like, women telling stories and want to take risks and make big, great, exciting, different things. So it's mm-hmm. very, very good. Oh, this yeah. is, this oh, is okay, so, so when, when will you be on um, Lifetime? When does it premiere? September 9th at 10 p.m. Okay, September, because we're going to be sure yeah, and remind people and make Thank our you. Lifetime ratings here in the Twin Cities mm-hmm. be really good. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. 
I um, love Penn Badgley. Maybe I'll come back there and watch with you guys. Oh, oh we would love it. Carolyn, do you do ever you... come to Minnesota? I have. I, w- I got to go to the State Fair a few years ago, which is another talk about mystical. Like, wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's mm-hmm. one of our favorite like, places. You turn. I think yes. it was just rated the number one. We finally beat Texas, the number one right. State Fair in the country. Usually Texas I've... gets it. I believe that. Yes. I mean, I've never eaten so much and walked around and oh. just been so like so full on every level, you know. <laughs> it it's it's an it's such a wonderful thing. If you come, you have to come and be on our show. Okay, I'm in. Yes. All right. Okay, you're, you're in. in. The book is yeah. Providence. Uh Carolyn Kepnes, your amazing author. We recommend you. We've got to read Hidden Bodies. I know it. But Providence is a book. If you're going on vacation, you need a book uh to keep you company. This one will grab you. We thank you so much, Carolyn. Thank you. Thank you, Lady. Oh, wait, before you go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, what, we got was, it. what was the last great book you read, Carolyn? Ooh, um, it's a book that's not out yet called Fashion Victim by Amina Akhtar, and I loved it. And wait. also Foe by Ian Reid. Yes, what, go ahead. Not, you said Alev Akhtar? Um, Amina, I'm probably mispronouncing it. Akhtar. Okay. And then there's a book coming out in September, Foe by Ian Reid that's out of this world. Then, I'm, I, when I get this question, I just okay. start going. Yes. Then I read How to Get Into the House and Where We Keep the Money by Short Stories by Ponio Giannopoulos. Oh, my god! So gosh. I like to mix it up. Yeah, that's good. House. Okay, so the you first one I have... You got a scary thriller, a scary... Yeah, oh, sorry. What was fashion? Fashion what? Fashion victim. Okay, oh, we got it. Oh, yummy. Yeah. All right. All right, Carolyn. Oh, wow, what a treat meeting you. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you, and I hope to see you there soon. Okay, yes. good. Okay, the yeah. book is Providence. We've got a couple copies to give away, 651 641 1071. And when we come back, today is the two year anniversary of the snake receipts. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, Yes, today is the two year anniversary for people keeping track of Kim Kardashian. Dropping the receipts on Taylor Swift. Oh. Exposing her as a snake. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I'm so glad we're past that. And now, in and this... now you have to bring up that horrible memory. <laughs> and But I just thought, you know, for people keeping track. And now, in this year of our Lord Beyonce 2018, um, Taylor Swift's reputation music videos were not nominated for one single big VM. So the nominations came out yesterday, Yesterday. so she didn't get anything. Well, and it's fascinating over who was left off the list. Yes, Ariana Grande and Beyonce and Childish Gambino, they're all nominated, but not one major nomination for Taylor Swift. And um, what about Drake? uh, Well, he didn't have an album. He had God's Plan. So Song of the Year. Drake had uh, Video of the Year, Ariana, Bruno Mars featuring Cardi B. Uh, Camila Cabela for Havana. Right. The Carters, Childish Gambina, Drake. Then Artist of the Year, Ariana, Bruno, Camila Cabello, Cardi B, Drake, Post Malone. Oh, yeah. Song of the Year, Bruno, Camila, Drake, Dua Lipa, Ed Sheeran for Perfect and Post Malone. And Pink got a nomination for Best Pop. What about us? Sean Mendez, Ed Sheeran, okay. Demi Lovato. Well, her album was nothing. I mean, well, Katy Perry also released an album. No, that, no. That oh, was excuse me. Um, Miley Cyrus had an album out last year. She didn't get nominated for but, anything. 
but she didn't even tour for that album right, or anything. Okay. Taylor has staked so much on reputation, yeah. a huge, a worldwide. Do you tour. think her reputation re- is her? Well, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, to me, it says the MTV really wants Beyonce and Jay Z to come, and they really yeah. would like Ariana to perform, and they'd really like Childish Gambino to bring down the house, right? And Post down. Malone to sing uh, "Rockstar." Are they just. Uh, is her reputation, is that album just that bad? I know why Look What You Made Me Do was snubbed. Well, because it was just so childish. Well, that song me- is a train wreck. The mm-hmm. video got nominated for like a couple of technical things. Right. And um, Ready For It was not a great video, but it was an okay song. Endgame seemed like that was tailor-made for it. And um, I don't think she's going to perform. But anyway... Um, yeah, some people are wondering if, um, you know, kind of some of her f- little spats that she's gotten into with Kanye and um, who else has she spent? Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Um, she's had little things if that did any dragging or was the album just not that good? I think the album wasn't that good, but I think the whole album, the way it was delivered to the public. Yeah. You know, because she came out like, I'm going to show you. And she, it was all about it kind of went getting again. back. Yeah, it was, it was all very about, vengeful. It was so vengeful. And mm-hmm. it, and people don't hang on to stuff that long. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was all about, and, all of her snake stuff and her snake emotion. Look what you made me do. No, I'm telling Even you. Even though that song gets in your head. It does. Do, it is an earworm. And that yeah. one is about the only one. But I didn't. No. No. And people mm-hmm. who like, you know, I felt, I kind of felt bad for her that she was mean girled at the same time. But she came out and was such a baby eighth grader about it. I thought in her delivery of everything. She's to it too, too long. Too long. Everyone else let it go. Um, and then, well, Kanye didn't. I mean, you know. Well, he's a baby too. He is a so, baby. But even but to she, compare yeah, herself with him in the same. I think she's a lot more mature than Kanye West. Yes. Um, as most true. people are. But yeah. she really, um, you know, I think she knew how much her reputation took a hit with the Tom Hiddleston so fake she romance. She'd grab it back, but it, just... it was the bad call because no one wants to be a part of it anymore. Yeah, it's just ironic that her album is called Reputation. Well, right. I know right. <laughs> when that's what's gotten. Her I know trouble. that's kind of an irony there. But her her um, concert is getting good reviews because I think it'd be fun. She has so many great songs. She has so she many. Now great songs. has so many songs. Yeah, so. And hopefully she's not doing what Katy Perry made everybody do that Listen went to, to the, the Witness studio, uh, Witness album where she played out of her 19 songs, 11, 11 were from we hated Witness. It. We hated it. It was, it just went on and on. People were just perplexed at because that Because she has such great music. So many. Yeah. I have her first three albums. Yep. She could have played uh, two songs from Witness yep. and just called it a wash. By the way, she's... Um, well, I don't know. I do think there's some burnout with her, though. Okay. With, you know. That's what I think, too. Yep. Anyway, Katy Perry is covering Vogue Australia, channeling Marilyn Monroe, and uh, maybe Lucy... A Lucille Ball, a variety she, of wigs, looking she, glamorous. She really does wear a variety of wigs, and oh, she's yeah. she's gorgeous. Yeah, she Boy, is. Makeup her face, loves her, her face. Makeup, her face with makeup on is. And I love that she's kept her hair short. Yeah, all this she's time. got a beautiful palette. She does. to work with. Um, Catherine McPhee's dad died. That's sad. That he missed is, her opening of... Um, she took over. She's on Waitress on right, Broadway. And he missed the premiere of it. And I don't know how he died, but... Oh, sad. I know. So I don't know if uh, what happened. We don't know. We don't. The Ladies of London made Donnie look up Annabelle Nielsen because she died 49. If you watch Bravo's Ladies, she, it sounds like she had a stroke. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Mm -hmm. 
Did she said it sounded like she suffered from anorexia? Was that well, in there she, at I all? don't. It didn't say she, that. But oh, I thought it, I read that in something. It else. might have been. You know, because she left Ladies of London before they canceled it, right? To focus on being a a, a children's book author, author, right? And I guess those books didn't take off. But I don't know. Anyway, her that's what her family has said. Okay, that oh, that's they've too let bad. us know. And then if you're going to Ireland. What what should we be doing over there? Well, if you're a big Nirvana fan mm-hmm. and Kurt Cobain, there is an there's an exhibition called Growing Up Kurt. Oh, that opened, um, and uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be it's in Dublin through September 30th. There's Kurt Cobain sketches, drawings, clothing, handwritten lyrics, and the only car he ever owned a powder blue 1965 Dodge. Um, Dart and Francis oh was gosh. there for the opening with her Kurt's sister, yeah, and and her grandma. Oh, and the nice. sister does kind of look like let me see, like a like a girly Kurt Cobain. They you can really tell their brother. Oh, and sister. totally. So if you're a big fan, that's that's happening in Dublin, right. and hopefully that'll. I love these kinds of exhibitions. The Rolling Stones exhibition well, was so good. I have something to tell you about what? about exhibitions because David Bowie. Um, the Victorian Albert Museum that we went to in London uh-huh. curated the exhibit, um, the David Bowie Is exhibit. Oh, but I'd love it's, it. it right now is in the Brooklyn Museum, but it's going to be ending. So they've partnered up with Sony Music Entertainment and David Bowie Archive, and they've got a new project called David Bowie Is, but it's going to be the virtual reality art exhibit. So wow. you would download it as an app, and it'll cost you money, but it's. Um, the, it's a physical exhibition, but the digital experience will integrate visual scenes of the mu- with the music of cool. David Bowie. 3D scans will bring the musicians' costumes and personal items into the virtual. In the future, sphere. no one will have to leave their I house know it. for anything. That's what it's coming I to. Know. <laughs> and it's it's apparently it's supposed to be really really yeah, well, really that's cool. Cutting edge, and that would have been yeah. so David Bowie. He yeah, would, exactly. He would have, uh, approved of that. Exactly. It's it's coming out. Um, I don't know when. Soon. 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 It's That's called good. David Bowie Is. Okay, it's good. coming to your smartphone sometime soon. And coming soon, got three tickets for The Legend of Georgia McBride uh, and on July... 29th? 27th. 27th. Friday so night. Close. So close. We'll so be right close. back. We'll be right back.